Something very unusual happened in the House of Commons yesterday. The proposed ban on conversion therapy in this country passed with unanimous consent, sending that bill to the Senate. And there were no objections anywhere in the House. Here is the moment, and you'll hear here House Speaker Anthony Rota. All those opposed to the motion will please say nay. There being no dissenting voice, I declare the motion carried. Now, although many conservative MPs are on the record as opposing this ban, it was indeed a conservative MP who unanimously asked the House to pass the bill in a single step, a move that came just minutes after the Prime Minister castigated the conservatives for voting against it the last time around. Here is newly elected Liberal MP Marcy Ian from Toronto Centre. This is what can happen when all parties come together unanimous consent. And as you rightly characterized, this was not the situation just some months ago. But when we come together, look what can happen. This, of course, is not the first time that this bill has been before the House. However, the current bill goes beyond the government's previous attempts by making it a crime to make anyone undergo conversion therapy, even if they consent. The original bill allowed the practice for consenting adults despite a lot of criticism that a person cannot consent to something which is essentially fraud. Dr. Christopher Wells is Associate Professor and Canada Research Chair for the Public Understanding of Sexual and Gender Minority uh, Youth at McEwen University in Edmonton. Welcome to the program, Doctor. Pleasure to be here. Uh, Were you taken off guard by this move in the House yesterday? Uh, I think everyone was... uh surprised if not uh, shocked by what happened yesterday in the House of Commons. It was truly a historic moment for LGBTQ2 equality in Canada. Uh, can we just start with a definition of what, are we, what do we mean when we say conversion therapy? So conversion therapy is uh, understood as, as any um, uh, practice, treatment, or service that uh, attempts to change someone's uh, sexual orientation, gender identity, or gender expression. Um, and how widespread of a practice is it estimated to be in the country? It's a, it's definitely an issue uh, of concern. I think most Canadians are actually uh, surprised to know that conversion therapy is still a thing. And number two, that they're they're shocked to know it's still happening in Canada. So some of the, the latest Canadian research on this issue shows that Upwards of 50,000 LGBTQ2 Canadians have undergone some form of conversion therapy in their lo- in their lifetime, uh, which is really about, um, uh, other research shows about one in 10 LGBTQ Canadians have been subjected to these, these practices, which have been best described as a form of torture. Um, and your reaction to the strengthening of uh, this bill, as opposed to the previous one that said consenting adults could engage in the therapy? Well, that was the biggest critique uh, of the the last piece of legislation. Uh, this is the the government's uh, third attempt at uh, trying to get this legislation passed. And interestingly, the legislation has grown stronger each time. And and I think we can really uh, thank the the courage and the strength of survivors who've uh, spoken out uh, about these uh, abuses. And in particular, many of these uh, individuals were young adults when they were forced to undergo conversion therapy. So they've said that the the previous legislation would fail to protect them and would allow a big loophole 
for conversion therapy to continue to be practiced in Canada. So it's great to see, you know, such a unanimous and strong support for this very strong and comprehensive legislation. We have seen the previous iteration pass the House, so it's not a slam dunk. We're not done yet. Still got to get past the Senate. What's the prediction there? Well, um, you know, it's, it'll be interesting to see how quickly it might be able to get through uh, the Senate. Um, there is some hope that uh, perhaps before Christmas, this uh, legislation could become uh, law. But um, we're hoping that uh, the senators will now uh, see the will and, and the united um, uh, approach of uh, the House of Commons and and do something very similar in uh, the Senate. This is an issue that doesn't need a lot more study. Um, there is a overwhelming scientific consensus about the fraudulent and harmful nature of uh, conversion therapy practices. As with anything that goes through the House these days, there's it's a partisan issue and politics comes to play into play. And as I mentioned in my preamble, the prime minister was criticizing the conservatives uh, just prior to the introduction of the unanimous motion by the conservatives. And Aaron O'Toole has blamed the prime minister of politicizing something um, that he shouldn't. I'm wondering how you see that all. Is that just background noise to what is um, a tremendous achievement in this country? Yeah, absolutely. I think actually this is a real historic uh, moment, uh, juncture we're at, uh, particularly for the Conservative Party in Canada to not um, stand in the way of LGBTQ2 inclusive legislation. In fact, I don't know that there's any other piece of LGBTQ inclusive legislation that's ever been unanimous in the uh, House of Commons. Uh, You know, think back to all those objections against the legalization of same-sex marriage um 16 years ago so this might uh, redefine the conservative party of canada forever um and i don't think we can underestimate the gravity and the significance of what we saw happen um yesterday uh, dr wells thank you so much for your time today please take care my pleasure thanks so much that is dr christopher wells who is a professor at the McEwen university in edmonton and as part of the uh, Canada, his Canada Research Chair, pardon me, for the public understanding of sexual and gender minority youth. And I think we can all agree, can we not, that when it comes to this kind of thing, can we just put the politics aside? And still there are politics at play back and forth in the House. And the Conservative Party itself, if you read the, you know, behind the scenes, um, Reporting, uh, one report I, I read coming from the Toronto Star saying that essentially this was the Conservative caucus saying, look, this is going to pass. It's passed the House before. It's going to pass the House again. You want to get caught on the wrong side of it? You want it to be a distraction? You want it to be something, a cudgel that the Liberals can use against this party? Say, you know, we're regressive? Aaron O'Toole trying to change the outlook on the party. And, you know, if, if, if he's going to be able to say this is not your, you know, your dad's conservative party, he's going to have to show some leadership and he's going to have to show that the party has indeed moved on these important issues. And so I think, you know, despite the fact that there is 100% this is a political play at the end of the day because 
you know, O'Toole's looking at the social conservative wing of his own party. Can he hold it together? Can he survive a leadership challenge? All of that is at play here. But maybe for just one moment, maybe for just one moment, we can agree that this is the right thing to do, and it got done. And it doesn't matter. All the rest of it is just background noise. Congratulations to the House of Commons.